welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast <laughs> in the world. I'm your die-hard romantic, Eric Flood. And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Iso. And I'm the... <laughs> What's a V word for holidays? I don't know. Are you looking at me? <laughs> the... What did that? I was last time was the pine scented virgin, (laughs) Joe Garber. I don't have a good holiday nickname. Yeah, none of us do really. Yeah, but that's okay because this is a short one. (laughs) This is a short capsule. Short capsule. None of us do really because Eric and I just have kept the same names. Yeah, you just kept the same names. Yeah, so (laughs) yeah, so we absolutely do not have. I didn't know seasons were going to be whipping by so quickly. We're not not fun like Joe. (laughs) No, we're not. We're not not nimble like that. This is true. Yeah. But tonight, ho, 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 it's the holidays with the heart still, and we are <laughs> discussing uh, with vim and vigor the <laughs> season four episode, what was it, five? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're discussing a Christmas heart. Christmas heart. Episode, season four, episode 10. Episode 10. That seems so far in, but. Doesn't it? I guess that's how months and dates work. <laughs> um, yeah. Ellen, how would you like to tell our listener what happened in this episode in a minute or less? I thought you'd never ask. See what I did there? I did. I <laughs> listener. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. I'm just going to dive in. Not really, because mm-hmm. I always do this long, long preamble. And then it just sucks anyway. <laughs> I hope everyone just pictures me like stretching, you know, like I'm doing a hamstring <laughs> stretch. I'm just like, got my, uh, doing like the back thing, the arms over the, hmm, and then it's just like, whoa, yeah, loose. All right. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck me. Okay. All right. Happy holidays, everybody. Um, a Christmas heart. So there's this scary thing where Max and Freeway come back from Christmas shopping. Max gets Freeway this cute tree, but then they come to the house and it's all dark and menacing. And I mean, I know we all know that that means a surprise party, but the way they do it is very, very scary. So then um, there's one guy creeping around in all black. And then there's two irritating um, performers who (laughs) do a singing telegram from the hearts for Max for his birthday. And Max's birthday party, by the way, is every bit as all his old friends waka waka get charming and delightful as you think it would be until jonathan goes up to the dressing room of doom and gets bashed over the head and they get robbed so it turns out that jingle brands the jingle the singing telegram bullshit whatever company um the boss is has a master plan to use the jingle gram people as distractions on christmas day so that they can (laughs) rob a bunch of rich people of things called the beaumont ruby and the marquee diamond (laughs) anyways i'll pass it on to eric now to finish up all right (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i did get a lot of facts in there though new angle new angle not finishing never finish yeah but why finish why finish yeah. fussy see finish. i'm like i that's you told me that's how podcasts are we just don't end <laughs> we don't finish right it's there's true. no there's no, no resolution conclusion. no resolution open to interpretation to recaps no resolution <laughs> okay Mm-mm-mm. a christmas wow. a christmas heart whoa <laughs> Ooh. 
it's Max's birthday and the hearts throw him a surprise party, which is kind of depressing because everything about it is you're a degenerate gambler, <laughs> including songs about him being a <laughs> degenerate gambler. Uh, and while this is happening, someone who is like a dime store Willem Dafoe is robbing the hearts upstairs and he saps Jonathan on the head when Jonathan goes into <laughs> the dressing room of death. Uh, they figure out that it is the Jingle Grams guy because the Jingle Grammers that come to their house are opening a ballet school and uh, the Jingle Grams <laughs> manager blows it up <laughs> because that's how fucking cool they are. Um, and yes, as Ellen said, that they are setting up a giant ring of uh, thefts on Christmas Day of all these rich people who have annoying uh, parties where they have Jingle Grammers show up. Um, <laughs> which is really hilarious to me. Um, but uh, then, you know, they reenact the Fay Ray King Kong thing. Whoa. Oh, yeah, that's how it ends. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> All right, Joe, fix, <laughs> fix that. Fix uh, everything Ellen and I just did. Christmas, Max's birthday heart. Max has a birthday, like Ellen and Eric said, and they give him some Jingle Grams. And it turns out the Jingle Gram company is, has two owners, and they're trying to rob a bunch of people. I think there's five houses with five precious gems, and they're going to go to them on Christmas and rob them while the Jingle Gram people are singing. And they all the Jingle Gram people that came to uh, the Hart's house are starting a ballet studio, and they, so they knock out a guy and start a gas leak and explode the entire building <laughs> from the room that he was in. But thank God, only his arm got sprained. <laughs> In the end, he survives. And the hearts, some, for some reason, decide that they have to dress up as Jingle Grand people to solve the case. And they go as Feyre and King Kong. And King Kong uh, is not Jonathan. It's the bad guy. And he takes uh, Jennifer and climbs up a very broken fire escape. And it starts breaking away. And then Jonathan chases him up. And he's trying to climb a ladder. And the ladder breaks. And he goes flying off the building. <laughs> Uh, in the King Kong suit and I guess that's pretty much the end and I think they have a party with the ballet people and that's it woo wow well done well this Um, episode this I had to watch this episode again today we watched it last night I had to watch it again today because Mm -hmm. last night it flew by in a way that left no trace (laughs) it was it was the perfect camper yeah. Uh, and so I watched it again today to like see if I could remember what happened in it. Mm-hmm. It's still a struggle. Could it's you? tough. It's still a struggle. Yeah. This, a lot of this one's real, happening. real like blah. Oh, for me, hi Boba. Boba. Um, hi. This Boba loves this episode. She's you know, good things, good things, and some not so good things. Mm-hmm. Some things that I really love. Some things that I wish weren't there so that I could just really love instead of having yeah. to acknowledge that it is <laughs> there are there are shortcomings. What are the but... things you hate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want I want hate. <laughs> Hatred. I, Joe, I really love that so far you really hate for the holidays. I know. I really <laughs> um, bashed the Thanksgiving episode. But I think uh, the things I don't like, of course, I don't like with the Waka Waka stuff, but I feel like I can give this one a pass because it is about the delightful older actors that, you know, consistently surround the character of Max. And that's great. Even when they have kind of like 1982-y offensive shticky stuff going, they're still like adorable. And I and I love that. Yeah. But um, 
the the there's just some strange um elements to the plot of the crime itself that this time I really noticed and was kind of like what the hell <laughs> so like he so when that one guy comes back from the hearts with Jennifer's stolen bracelet etc the owner of and lead like criminal Mr. Billingsley dresses that guy down because he's like you you're doing a dry run blah 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 and you know he's implying of course that that could get them caught and it would ruin this Christmas day plot that they've been working on and he says this multiple times they've been yeah. working on it for a year yeah. well one time he says we've been working on it for a year and then the other time in case you don't know what a year is and yeah. maybe that guy doesn't <laughs> Um, he's like, we've been working on this for three or like, we're going to ruin 365 days of planning. And I'm like, oh my God, they've been working on it for a year. That's a year. That's how many days are in a year. Yeah. Yeah, We've been working on this for 12 months. We did the math. (laughs) But, but the problem with that for me, and this is just dumb, but the problem is that then when his big plot is that they're going to have the Jingle Grams people in these five houses on the same day doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to get I'm caught. I'm pretty sure that that's not how you should be doing it and that the other guy is actually doing it the way maybe if you must do it like that he's kind of doing it the way that you should do it there's also some confusion where a hundred thousand dollars is chump change one time although they don't say chump change but that's what they mean and then another time a hundred thousand dollars is a shit ton of money so they're going to make extra effort when they execute their plot mm-hmm. and then at the end when he he runs off with jennifer when he does he could just like take off like just leave yeah um I didn't understand that either. This I is a very disjointed description, but those this time, like some of the little plot gaps that mm-hmm. sometimes like I'm willing to overlook. I'm not even I guess I'm not even saying that I hated them or they made me upset, but I just actually just really noticed them. This yeah, morning. totally. I think I've just let it slide before. It feels like they took they the writers or whoever made this episode were like, let's we have to have jingle grams. We want to do something with that. So and then they just like mad-libbed an episode out of jingleograms (laughs) and they like cobbled together a bunch of disparate ideas into something that happened around the jinglegram idea which is a great Mm -hmm. idea for the hearts to have to dress up as jinglegram people is so fun and awesome and i love that so much but the way that it happens is like super confusing i don't even understand why they had to dress as king kong and fey ray in the end do we to get those files to prove it's because well they when they were hired by Jingle Grams, right? They were told that they would be. King they were Kong the backup. Yeah, yeah, they're the backup. So that's why that's why list. Max requests and Max as Pandro S. Cashman. The best name. Gotta ever. love it. Gotta uh, love he it. He requests yeah. specifically. But why? King, King Kong how does Ray. throwing a fake party at a fake house with them as Jingle Grams help them solve anything? It's just so that they're, they can dress up and right. sing a song okay. or do whatever. They're baiting, they're baiting the Jingle Brams people. They're counting on their greed. Okay. That they oh, will try and rob fine. them. Oh, but and then it's like, them but the it's act. not Christmas. And, and it's also not one of the, other ones. the houses with one of the gems that yeah, they want. That's, oh, that's, there's, <laughs> there's the thing is, I don't know. Because the reason that the Jingle Grams people do it is that they figure out, because the hearts had their picture taken to put with their file, 
And so Mr. Billingsley sees their file and he's like, wait a second, they look familiar. And then they're in the paper because that one guy just robbed him. So I guess that guy yeah. did F everything up. Yep. But did he? But then Mr. Billingsley likes is like, we're gonna go and end their party, basically insinuating that they're gonna he's gonna kill them or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so that's why they're at the party, but it's kind of like why did you go, you know, you dressed up as a waiter and like, what yeah. is all this with, a, with and, fake facial hair? And yeah, totally. <laughs> he looked like Brian yeah. Cranston. It was yeah. really funny. That's true. I, he did look like Brian <laughs> Cranston. He's the, the one who knocks. Yes. The, the, the thing about their criminal enterprise that, <laughs> that made me laugh this time yeah. was that in their files at their office, they have the name of the client and then directly right. under their name before their address, they have the jewel that yeah, they're the going jewel. to steal. Marquee diamond. Yeah, yeah. Typed out. Typed out. Like, like so. And also someone that. had to type that yeah. out. Like the, Billingsley did not do that. He had his, uh, his secretary do that. Who was too, I mean, so flustered and adorable. Yeah. Technically, you know, that's what files are for. It's keeping track of your information. And that does seem important to Mr. Billingsley. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, there's so many things there, you know, if you're planning heist over the course of two um, adjacent six month periods, mm -hmm. then why would you not figure that part out <laughs> yeah maybe then, the fact that he did it but planned it for a year like that that was required that they plan it for a year like the slow build up this long runway maybe that's more indicative of how bad they are at improving, like because the way they riff on the information that they get mm -hmm. and end up at the fey rave Pandro's Cashman event, like just really <laughs> yeah. smacks of somebody that cannot improv, somebody that is mm. not uh, good in a pinch, somebody that is not slick, somebody that really needs that's true. 364 and one more day. And also, to plan a heist. <laughs> the other two things were the two owners of this company the ones going to be that were going to be doing all of the heists at the five separate houses was that because the jingle grams people don't are not are not aware of the heists happening the singers no they're just yeah they're just they're just, just a distraction. distraction so the two these two guys were going to go to five separate houses that day and do heists on each one right i guess that, so. that was the plan because we didn't meet any other actual yeah there were no like accomplices thieves. yeah it's just like the one man of hench okay and then also, the heist at the Hart's house the first time, the dry run, didn't work because they had to beat Jonathan in the head because, and it, like, the jingle gram ended and he was still in the house, right? Because Jonathan then goes upstairs and, like, yeah. a lot of people are just then going back to the party. Maybe that jingle gram didn't go as long as it was supposed to. Well, that's why to. Billingsley was so upset. Was because I mean, it was a really long jingle gram, though. Let's just it was. say it. Also, yeah, it was I would be really annoyed if um someone came and just made up words to go with the music from pop goes the weasel like i'd rather you just yeah. sing pop goes the weasel i don't know why i'm being so hard on the jingle grammars this time but their costumes kind of scared me this time <laughs> and then i so then i was kind of just in, really investing in the songs themselves but then it is just mm -hmm. the one song and it all ends with max spin the wheel oh, yeah. <laughs> 
I don't like that. I didn't like that at all. I th- I didn't like his party very much though. I I no. <laughs> there was a there was a lot of his party that I was just like, is he about to have a little breakdown? Because it was just <laughs> really like everyone was just talking shit on Max the entire time, and I get the like roast nature, right? Of of him and of his of his his friends. Like I understand that. They're all kind of vaudevillian, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever comedians. Yeah, it's a waka waka crew. Mm-hmm. Totally, but it was like, I was just like, oh, I don't like this. Everyone is talking like, Max, you're gonna ruin your diet. Max, you're a degenerate gambler. Like everything yeah. was like, you're a fucking gambler. There goes oh, your you're, diet. You're a shit cook, also, yeah. and you like fed. But, like, <laughs> you had to give your veal to freeway. Yeah, I don't. But I didn't like just, it. He's just laughing. He is, he's but it didn't. Laughing. It just, I kept thinking he's going to break. Like, this, like <laughs> I thought it was going to be part of the episode oh, that, that I've really already sad. seen. Oh. But it's like, I thought he was going to be <laughs> like, I hoping, really need to make some changes. Yeah. He starts crying and storms out, goes to his room, puts his I robes mean, on. Right. Like the, do you think the invitation just said, take my wife, please <laughs> join us for Max's surprise birthday party. And like, it's just like, maybe. 10 decades away from like the horn honking and the seltzer water. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I like the energy of the party. I mean, you understand where being at that party is, would be my absolute worst nightmare to be trapped in a swirling vortex of vaudeville waka waka. <laughs> yeah. Like that would just, and then there's cake. I mean, just everything about it, I just can't stand. <laughs> and then Jingle Grams. Then <laughs> the Jingle Grams people come and they're scary. They the come in and they say, we're the folks because, from Jingle Grams. Yeah, it's because like I mean they're adorable, but like the Friday Thirteenth Part Three girls adorable, but yeah, she is adorable. in particular. But the costume just make me think of the menacing playing card army from every like psychedelic <laughs> freak out Alice in Wonderland thing. Mm. This time it just really rubbed me the wrong way. I I, think, I was like, yeah. of course, just preoccupied with the fact that he's wearing like dance skins mm-hmm. underneath his playing card. Which is like you're just so you're just wearing like tight like a full body suit of tights yeah well, when they when they pull up they're wearing red like red satin little red riding hood capes so the vibe yes. that <laughs> gave me Weird. this round too was like when jennifer's like i'm gonna open the gate for um our guests the rest of our guests and i just for the first time ever about the hearts <laughs> had the thought of like it's like they've never heard about the Tate murders or the lobby office. <laughs> yes. Don't leave your gate open. Yes. That's so yeah. shady. And then when the van comes, because there's already the guy, the man in black, like prowling all over the place. Mm. There was already like the terrifying, like scare the shit out of Max and under the guise of, of doing something for him. And then the back of the van, like they're out there and they're wearing all black mm-hmm. with red satin, like cartoon satanist hood <laughs> yeah and so and that doesn't even have anything to do with their costume that's just absolutely like their version the jingle grams version of a robe or something yeah. is this crazy little red yes. riding hood satanist disco druid <laughs> thing, yes and they're both wearing them so rich italian satanist is, is <laughs> menacing to the hilt so actually what i mean to say about that is i love that yeah <laughs> you'd also think that i love that out of the three separate themes of jingle grams one of them would be christmas or holiday themed but none of them really were there was casino cupid and then fey and king kong yeah <laughs> and it seems like you would have some kind of jingle christmas 
theme, but I guess maybe not. I don't know that Jingle Grams is necessarily uh, a holiday specific organization. I think we're yeah. we're 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 getting oh, hung up on jingle, jingle. as jingle the, the bells, jingle but is jingles not jingle are like all the way. Just, oh, sing, just singing singing like song. a jingle, right? Max, spin the wheel. But didn't their logo have some like holly around it or something? Well, it was it's Christmas, so I'm sure they decorated for the for the occasion. Mm, you're yeah, right. it's like they write That's a little jingle bad. and sing it to you. Yeah, no, but it's it's under it's an understandable like. <laughs> I think I would think of it as. A jingle bells reference yeah, like jingle before bells. I would think of it as a jingle. I mean, honestly, that's a pretty smart thing to do if you, if you wrote that. Like it is the double meaning. That's pretty great. Yeah, jingle grams. Um, none of us has mentioned the thing about Max or Pandro S. Cashman's <laughs> the conceit of his fake party that he's selling is, rosebud. Is, <laughs> yeah, so that's the bait. Oh, that yeah. it's like, I'm I'm going to be donating this to whomever, whatever. Is he selling it or is he donating? He's donating it, it to the the Academy Museum, I think, or mm-hmm. something along those lines. Yeah, I yeah. love that. It I was mean, great. Which because the last time we talked about this, there there's the two things in the episode that did make me give kind of like a some heavy respect to the writers of this, which is the timing on the Jingle Grams thing and also on the Citizen Kane sled situation. Yeah. Because that's the year that Steven Spielberg purchased um, one of the Rosebud sleds. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And then oh. he later, I mean, they don't know this when they're writing the episode, but he years later, like gave it to the Academy of Arts and Sciences, or maybe it was, oh. the, maybe it was later that year. Wow. Actually, I don't know. But the singing telegram thing, it's all, it's coming back to me now. The New York Times had had written a singing telegram, like an article about the business, and it was actually a booming business at the time that this episode was made. Hmm. So there's, it's like two things that are kind of like really current, which I sort of love or very much love, really kind of interesting and strange. But yeah. And then Max kind of tells the true story about the sled. Also. Uh, yeah, I like that. Max is saying like they needed to mm-hmm. have one for pickups for after they burn the other one. They needed to do like other shots. Right. Is that what he says? Mm-hmm. Totally true. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. That's really cool. But hmm. what about the. How Christmas is like because Christmas is, um, you know, the fourth Fifth member of the Hart family in this episode, <laughs> in essence, right? Yeah. Christmas, like Christmas sixth. is our theme. It's like the New York hot of butter Hart drums and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then they're dressed as Santas at the end, and they start making yeah. out. It's like very loose. They're like resistant to a Christmas or like a holiday theme because it is really loose, sort of. Like there's like, I mean, gargantuan presents that they're carrying into the house at one point, though. It's. I, I like I of course as a uh, as a person whose birthday is a week before Christmas <laughs> I love that they mm-hmm. were like oh Max your birthday is so close to Christmas that mm-hmm. you have to we wanted to celebrate for you so you don't get the shaft yeah um, mm-hmm. which makes me think I have the same birthday as Max which I love maybe you do. Um, that is delightful to consider <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me and not surprising in any way yeah. No. Separate uh, and equal. <laughs> but the <laughs> holiday episodes of most syndicated television shows are pretty bad. Like, they're they're usually just kind of, like, filler. Yeah. 
like schlocky sort of emotional things. Although we uh, we do have to, tis the season to look forward to. I know that's a, that's mm-hmm. yeah we do that's the, that's why it's we're saving it for last. <laughs> well, I mean it's because you're kind of you're shoehorning it in, right? You're trying to fit mm-hmm. like the familiar things into this predestined space where you have to hit a bunch of marks, right? Yeah. yeah. I I mean I love a Halloween episode, obviously, but I pretty much low the christmas episode oh yeah they're usually bad am i a scrooge i just don't i just no they're usually very overly sentimental and they're they're they Mm. they're saccharine and they're they're not good that's true i mean the only (laughs) example that isn't is tis the season to be murdered (laughs) really Which is just an astonishing madcap uh, episode, but the <laughs> the Christmas thing, I think, yeah, it's partly because the Christmas season, and I'm saying Christmas because we're specifically talking about Christmas. Yes, um, that there is such an undercurrent of grief, of sorrow, of loneliness, of of haves and have nots, of you know all the ways that you can fail at that holiday like there's so many um challenging emotions and experiences that are cumulative and historic and super painful around like the holiday and and you know things that we put on ourselves things that are put upon us all of the things Mm -hmm. and so i think for me like that's why christmas episodes because that's often a part of that and it's not i don't find that a beautiful balance like it doesn't the warmth at the end, like the the tiny, like God bless us, everyone, is not <laughs> enough for me to offset <laughs> my obsessing upon all of the things that make it dark and crazy. But I'm thinking now oh. of those that delightful um, anthology series from the British Library, where they now do these winter and Christmas like ghost horror story for Christmas. and supernatural things. Oh, yeah, I and I cool. I love that. So yeah, that's awesome. there's a way in for me. But it's obviously taking all the elements of a good Halloween episode and just spraying a little bit of Christmas shit on it. Yeah, yeah. In. I think I love I do like Christmas episodes, but just because of it was the time and I don't even know. Yeah. I'm just realizing now I don't even like pay attention to what they're about at all. <laughs> when I was a kid, I mean, they're just that mm-hmm. nostalgic Christmas vibe. No, you just and want so, to see like a decorated Christmas tree. On and it TV was like and, the and time of year when it was. And... Yeah. People, when it was like snowing. Yeah. And it just tells boxes. you it's Christmas. Yeah, which exactly. Is good, right? Yeah, when you're exactly. a kid, typically it's like great time from yeah. away from when school. When you're a kid that celebrates things. Yeah. And yeah. then and then snow and and fun. Yeah. And lights and activity. Yeah, I love I love uh the holiday season. Uh and I I like a lot of things about uh the way we celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, usually for a television show, it's just <laughs> it's yeah. just like ah, we need a Christmas one. Yeah, mm. I just do like the family thing. I'm surprised that there's like not a child in this one that they just like put the hearts. Oh, with. I'm oh, relieved. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Well, there's old. There's lots of old people. Yeah, it seems like they would have done that though. That seems that's like the at least this is like a little bit more of an original thing, I guess. When, even though I kind of already shit. That it's not like, what child is this? Yeah, it's just like a lost child that we have to help and solve a crime with. 
it's like <laughs> Max's birthday. There's no orphans running around <laughs> to get uh, blown up, but we do get to see they do that blow up ballet a, school. A ballet school there. So right. So we didn't really get to that place. So Wayne crazy. looks into the file. He's not looking for trouble, but he finds it. Yeah. He discovers that because of those <laughs> files, <laughs> explicit files, files that <laughs> Eric mentioned, that Wayne, even if he was just dumb as a, a sack of hair, he would be like, oh, no, the Marquis Diamond. Uh-huh. And so he's trying to, to call the hearts to tell them and all this stuff. And then Mr. Billingsley shows up at the ballet school and they get in that fight where they throw Wayne into a ladder. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's unconscious. He, like, flops and, down on the ground um, in such a good way. It lo- the, yeah. When the ladder collapses on him, it yeah. looks like it's collapsing on his leg, and it makes me wince every time. <laughs> it's like, it's a, of, well, that, a couple ladder-related. That, that fight's a little crazy, because, of course, it's, like, two against one, but... Like Wayne, like when the gun comes out, Wayne oh, just man. like clocks that dude yeah. with a piece of wood, you know? Yeah. And I always have to give it up for any time you're having a fight or any other violent or menacing behavior, spectral, real, whatever, on in like a construction site environment. Mm. It's always crazier. Yeah, Because definitely. there's just so much stuff lying around for you to to run into get hit by yeah um, there's always a hole for you to fall into there's always like plastic sheeting and the Ladders. ballet studio work in progress has all of it wet this paint is true. Like and it's good commercial. i still the, yeah, the heater the yeah. uh, the obliteration of that building though like i know oh my god well, that explosion is so spectacular for crazy. a television episode <laughs> and then there's not a yeah. burn on his body no he's totally fine and he's in the room where that explosion that explodes the entire building he's in the room where and that starts even if we are to believe that he crawled to another room yeah it blew up. That, that other room blew it, it up. There was, there was no right. room that didn't blow up. <laughs> that explosion is the kind where every window in the front of the building um, just barfs out debris. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's just and every flame. single window simultaneously is just... <laughs> right, yeah. It's yeah. a crazy, crazy explosion. Like, oh, my God. Nobody's... That building is done. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be a ballet studio. There's no more ballet. <laughs> the, the, the DeMille rehearsal building in, in West, West Hollywood, Hollywood yeah. oh is God. ruined unless Dunzo. that building has the most spectacular bones ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much gas in the building that it blows up every single floor. I <laughs> yeah. mean, that's <laughs> yeah, a lot. filled. But right, are the hearts so, there? Are they arriving when the building explodes? They're yeah, they're arriving. arriving. Because okay, they so there was some time. Worried, yeah. Because so, they... How long does it take to get from 2935 Willowbrook Lane to, to the DeMille, <laughs> to West Hollywood? To the DeMille dance hall? 20 minutes. Okay, so there's 20 minutes where he could have crawled a little bit to safety. So that's but a little bit more reasonable, at least. Also, the uh, I don't know why I have to argue this. Uh, the The entire building is filling <laughs> with gas. Yeah. <laughs> like from that little tank. He is breathing a yeah. room full of gas. Like, the oxygen has been replaced. And he can barely <laughs> say hello yes. when he <laughs> initially regains uh, consciousness. He... He says, I mean, it's frightening. He says, He's like, help. He says, help. Oh, hell. Oh, yeah. But like, help. it is a tiny tank of gas, but I'm willing to overlook that because there's such a fantastic explosion. Oh, it's so but good. yeah, I mean, Wayne yeah. is 
we can say it. It's a Christmas miracle. Yes. It is a Christmas miracle. <laughs> and why don't we just leave it at that? I, little, we shall. It's his ballet training for sure. That's Wayne that's, I, is I like the immortal. idea that Wayne he's is a dancer. He's, yeah. Yeah. he's a dancer. That's how he got the drop on the gun guy. Yeah. Like, like mm-hmm. There's all yeah. kinds of reasons his, that he would have survived this. But His unconscious body. He's wearing a really rad sweater. Yeah. His unconscious body yeah. instinctively did a triple sow cow out the window right before the explosion. Yes. And maybe also, we don't know, triple the other... Is he a figure skater <laughs> yeah, also? He is. When it's, There's when so he's many things he can do. Is it's there the anything DeMille. Wayne can't it's do? The only thing Wayne ice. can't do is die. Yeah. That's the only thing And Wayne protect can't his little elbow. Is uh, get killed. <laughs> Maybe there was a heater like that on every in every single room of that building, and those guys just went through room by room. Oh, and, maybe and that's undid. possible. So maybe, maybe we're giving major benefit of the doubt at this point, but I I'm willing to give it because I I definitely like this episode a lot more than that Thanksgiving episode. So I'm willing to. It's give it was a little bit more. it was definitely more fun. It's a more fun episode. It is. It's trying like it it does have the waka waka component, but it is trying to like be amusing. At all times. Mm. Here's yeah. my, uh, I I would like to visit Joe's rewrite corner for a oh, second. Oh, <laughs> welcome. Uh, this was just something that, that occurred to me today. I, of course, maybe I said this on the, the first time we did this episode. It would be so much more fun if the episode was the hearts in different disguises doing different jingle grams. Yes. Like things, it's so easy, and then finding out what happened. Like instead of instead of Friday the Thirteenth Part Three girl and her yeah very forgettable boyfriend that can't be exploded. It's um, <laughs> it's really easy to come up with a way that would get the hearts to be Jingle Graham people throughout the whole episode, and, and they like, love this. These actors houses. love yes. dressing up and oh, and right. doing song and dance. So it's like, why not give them that for Christmas? Yeah, why not give them that for Christmas? Where every, like, they do three outfits. Like, they get three costume changes. They get to do mm-hmm. three numbers. Max is is uh, running interference. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. It'd be great. I feel like that would be right. a fun episode. And it wouldn't, sure. it, you know, you could still blow up a school if you, you want to. You could basically <laughs> have the same plot. Like, people who are hiring Jingle Grams, their houses are getting robbed. We need to figure out why. Go undercover cover as Jingle Grams people. Go totally. to a diff- bunch of different parties. Figure out what's happening. They slowly figure out it's the owners of the company, whatever. Like, it's just, you could, don't even have to change that much. Get rid just, of these ballet people. Yeah. How does blowing up Wayne fit into that then? You're taking out the most incredible part out. of yeah. the episode, which is help. Well, I, I yeah. well, yeah. here's here's how I would handle that. I would okay. simply I would simply stop erasing Wayne. I, well, fuck Wayne. I'm I am erasing <laughs> Wayne. I have, no, erasing I have no issues with erasing Wayne. Um I would entirely erase Wayne and I would have Billingsley <laughs> find out that the hearts are the hearts and that they're fucking with him and trying to ruin his plan. And he sends them on an assignment to the ballet school or just an empty building that they're filling with gas and then they blow it up. Yeah. And Wayne gets so you still get a blow up. He still sprains his elbow. Okay, and it could okay. be yeah. Wayne could be there. He could. He just doesn't have any lines. <laughs> Wayne covers them all up with his indestructible body. His indestructible dancer <laughs> yes, body. He covers them <laughs> like a like a bomb blanket. Like Mrs. Incredible. The the banter between the hearts and the chemistry between the hearts is pitch perfect. This episode, mm-hmm. I think it's one of those. 
great. Um, yeah, just one of those great episodes where they're really firing like on all cylinders where mm. it's just zing, zing, zing. It's mm. just you just feel all of the things yeah. that make those characters and those actors so delightful. But then there's also that hilarious thing where they call out the running joke of the Cary Grant impression. Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> when the secretary. And yes, it is kind of a waka waka joke, but it is the look on Robert Wagner's face yeah. when she's right. So for you that don't recall that or haven't seen it. So um, he said, he says, Oh, I do a great Cary Grant or something like that in the Cary Grant impersonation <laughs> voice. And the secretary, of course, so perfect says like, Oh, are you going to do the Cary Grant? And then they cut to the hearts and the Jonathan's face was just completely blank. And they linger on it the perfect amount of time. It's so funny. That is great. Like, I don't know. So there's, so again, like there's a handful of things that I really love. I love that anytime Max and Freeway are out bumming around running errands mm, or just yeah. doing whatever it is that they do, like, you know, I love that. And Max gets freeway a tiny Christmas tree, which I also love deeply. Oh, yeah. That's so cute. Yes. But yeah, you know, like it's not if somebody spent a year working on that robbery plot, that is hard, hard to accept. Yeah, they, it was bound to <laughs> and fail. even harder to understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They spent an entire year. Yeah. They spend the entire year on writing those, it down on those memos in plain yeah. English. Three hundred and sixty-five. Not days. even code words or anything. Yeah. Like just yeah. plain English. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how do you measure disappointment? Uh, yeah, there's some really weird dialogue. What so? Wayne, after he gets exploded out of the building, uh. <laughs> His girlfriend is like, they like suspect him because he has the jewels that he took from um, Stephanie and uh, Jennifer, yes. <laughs> not Stephanie. No, we're just calling her Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie. We're friends now. Yeah, we're, we're that tight. From Steph. <laughs> and she says, if Wayne stole to get my ballet company started, wouldn't he have mentioned it to me? <laughs> and that is just like, that just like tied my brain up in little knots that I and I loved it so much like why would they think that was a good thing for that character yeah, that to was say real... why would that character think that <laughs> why did no one catch like that's just such a weird thing on so many it's, levels I think it's funny is it because it comes two seconds after we learn that Wayne is not like splattered all over <laughs> yes. four city blocks of West Hollywood. It's not a chart. It's not just a we're shadow already on the just ground. Like yeah. Spiraling because somebody <laughs> let us know that Wayne is alive and at the hospital. It's like what? I think is it because point, the hearts gave her a plate of scrambled eggs with a sliced tomato on top of it? Yeah. And the cops just gave her to the hearts too. <laughs> It's just like she better be available. It's season four. They they yeah. know what's going on. They're at this basically point. part of the police station. I think at that point, though, Wayne's body is still hurling through the air <laughs> over over West Hollywood. He's it's still putting spinning itself around out right now in there, the atmosphere. Yeah, <laughs> there's um the biggest hot buttered rums on the planet. Oh yeah, Jesus. are in this episode, yeah. and then there's another drink reference for. <laughs> 
Max's Christmas toddy. Yeah, the Christmas oh. toddy. Two of these, and you'll really be seeing flying reindeer. Oh, wow. Yep. Damn. But are, it's like, how Those come the delicious. toddies aren't as big as the hot buttered rums? Oh, my God. I mean, the hot buttered rums are served in beer mugs mm -hmm. that are like full. Tines. Yeah. Like, that's a very untraditional way to serve a hot drink. That's either uh, too much butter or way too much rum. I don't know what's going on in that glass. It's, I think it's just too much hot buttered rum all at once. Yeah. yeah. But I also love that the hearts are just going ham on it. Yeah, they start gulping it down. In that scene, yeah, they're just like, glug, glug, glug. They, they love their booze. Come on. That's true. But there's something very conspicuous about putting hot buttered rums into a beer mug. That just simply isn't done. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm saying it's a weird idea. Yeah, it's just a lot. This this episode did get me very excited for holiday beverages. Mm. Um, I'm very excited to make uh, eggnog. Oh, yeah. Oh. The vegan eggnog. Will you... I think you probably already did this maybe like three years ago, but will you uh, text me the recipe for your vegan eggnog? Oh, yeah. Because I want to share it with someone that, that I know. That so good. Yeah, absolutely. It's very simple. And you have to drink it out of a stein. <laughs> it, it, you're required In, to drink it out of a beer mug, but yeah. <laughs> I have a I have my big bottle of um, eggnog already in my fridge right now. Oh, nice. Joe made a uh, hot chocolate last oh, weekend, yeah. and I had a glass last night, and it was so fucking good. Yeah, like um, the real with the, your coconut milk. Uh, I think I used oat milk. But you just melt the chocolate bars into the yeah milk, just like Ritter yeah. Sport, yeah, <laughs> melted into oat milk. It is so good. so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's I made um, miso hot buttered rums mm. over the Halloween weekend, experimenting and trying, still trying to wrap my mind around what on earth is a hot buttered rum. And then when you read the recipes, it's like that's a hot buttered rum. What is it? It is butter, rum, oh, and heat. hot water, yeah. and brown sugar. And like, yeah, brown sugar typically or some kind Whoa. of sweetener. Damn. Yeah. Because hot, but like, hot butter rum. like the, the butter, if you buy like a hot buttered rum mixture, it's usually just butter and brown sugar. sugar and butter. Mm. Like mixed together. Weird. It's Whoa. super delicious. I don't like rum. And I've like, we've, we've of course covered this uh mm -hmm. but i've done hot buttered bourbon before <laughs> mm. and it's delightful well but i, I can't do that much sugar me so hot buttered uh anything that hot sounds really anything. really good actually like just a little touch of miso for mm -hmm. anything like that would be yeah. really that does sound awesome really nice and then it's really good on toast just like the regular compound miso <laughs> butter but yeah you just have to kind of get your proportions right I used dark brown sugar mm -hmm. and added it to my. I only use dark nice. brown sugar. Constant, yeah, me too. My constant uh, miso butter presence. <laughs> constant Ugh. miso butter. Never erasing miso butter. I love when uh, they're at the party. Yeah. Jennifer, I think she like I don't remember. I don't remember the sequence of events at all at this party. But she's like, "Oh, you still want to go through with the King Kong thing? I thought if we figured everything out, we don't need to do that." And then. He picks her up and she starts screaming. She's like, okay. And it's obviously not Jonathan. And then he says, shut up or you're dead. <gasps> and then runs her out of the building. And she's then screaming for real, which I 
is just played as nothing basically it's not supposed to be it doesn't seem like it's supposed to be scary or i don't know it's just such a weird moment oh i think it's supposed to be super scary really i just didn't i don't know i thought it was supposed to be like kind of wacka wacka like silly because then he like throws her in the car and it's well, why like does he oil. take her yeah to kill the her bigger question and he, he goes and climbs up a building like king kong like he's just fully committed to this oh, bit. god it's just so fucking weird jonathan's stuntman just leaping onto a building and <laughs> yeah and then that yeah, fire it, it escape goes kind of bananas at the end yeah. yeah the fire the fire the stairwell falls off that fire escape and then what kills him is the ladder rung just pops off also. <laughs> it's like, And Jesus. then he does that perfect stuntman face he first. He flies ball. off of that ladder and then I'm sure yeah. dies. And then they have a bath because they just watched a man plummet to his death. Yeah, again. His brains explode all over the place. But Another Jesus, man those people falls in that, to his death. The people Maybe in that he's building, like Wayne and he just bounces. Thank God there wasn't a fire in that building because all of those people would be dead. Inside <laughs> that fire escape was not up to code. Jesus. The, um, for me, the him grabbing her and her screaming is so perfect because no one's going to stop him from taking her because right. they think it's an act. Mm-hmm. No one's going to intervene. Mm-hmm. No, no matter how she screams, no matter what she does, yeah, it's he's going to take her out of that house. And when you think about it, that is so scary. Yeah. Like there is just something about realizing that something's gone wrong. How terrifying is that? Yeah, definitely. No one's, no one's going to stop this thing from happening. You know, Jonathan has to like, stand up from his second head injury (laughs) within 48 (laughs) hours. And yeah, like, run after her oh i think it's scary yeah that is really weird i don't know i just didn't feel i don't know this whole episode is so strange and i just did not understand what was happening at that point that it was just like yeah i don't know also uh, yeah i guess they were trying to steal that sled or like why weren't they at the other houses that they had planned to be at for a year yeah that's the thing like a lot of the the things overlap and get kind of twisted up in a way that is too much yeah 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 it's like everyone knowing what everyone else is doing and then it kind of yeah it just more is not more no no, in that instance not this episode no yeah so zero out of five (laughs) one one extra one extra heart from the thanksgiving episode (laughs) do you like it less than the last time no no i like it twice as much as the thanksgiving episode that I looked up our ratings for the first time we watched this. Oh, what is it? We oh. all three of us gave it a three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Heart murmur. Yeah, yeah. We were that murmurs. sounds right. What did we give the Thanksgiving one? Do you remember? Lower, right? I don't, but I'm gonna guess it was a little lower. Yeah. Huh. Ugh. I mean, I think I think I'm still kind of in the same place. It's just what I'm realizing with the rewatches is that I'm just understandably like I think most people you just. It's either kind of like exactly the same experience or you're really yeah. just keying in on things that either you didn't notice before or, right. you know, just it's like where I'm at. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm in a different frame of mind. But I think a lot of the things remain the same for me always because it, that is part of my heart to heart love. It's just like mm-hmm. we're here and I can count on you. Yes. I can count on you, my loves. We all we all did not like long lost love. <laughs> uh, Ellen, 
two, me one point five, and Joe two. Wow, I rated it higher than you though. Yes. Yeah. So we yeah. all liked we all liked this episode more than that one, which remains the case. This <laughs> right, consistent, consistent, consistent. Is tis the oh. season for murder? A heart of gold that must have been a heart of gold. I'm pretty sure it is, but I'm not going to tell you that until we watch it. But we can't talk about that until we discuss. Oh, yeah, pick your pog. That was sorry, this is the worst, the worst segue yet. That was the worst. (laughs) My wait, is it me? It's Ellen. Oh, it's Ellen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is it hot, um, hot buttered rum in a? It's pint? a. It's a, yeah. It's a, a Christmas toddy. Stein of hot buttered rum, or the Christmas toddy. It's, it's a second probably, holiday toddy. It's that they brought up real facts about, or like close to real facts about the rosebud prop. Yeah, I love that oh, they yeah. have this totally unnecessary element of Max. I mean, we know Max loves old movies, but I like that he pulls that into his false identity as Pandro S. Cashman. <laughs> but yes, um, I don't know that I could put down like a beer steins worth of hot buttered rum personally, but I feel like I'm open for toddies. Mm. God, you so, feel yeah. like such shit the next day if you drink that entire glass of that stuff. Oh God, that would destroy you. Uh, mine's Billingsley. It was oh. the first time we watched it, and it is still. That's the actor owner. John Riley. Uh, rest in peace. The owner of the Jingle Grams. Yes, yeah, that's mine too. He's yeah. handsome. He's cutie. Yeah, not the best villain. No, I mean they're just. When when a villain's entire motivation is money, yeah, and a lot of times when it's just theft, it's kind of a flat. It's kind of boring. Like that's not you know (laughs) picking the perfect specimen to be in your glass cage. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) right. (laughs) It's not murdering a uh, a would be senator with a microphone. Like it's there's there's, it's not a robot who chooses. There are better villains. (laughs) There's another computer that chooses. Jennifer for the yes. glass for the glass case yeah. and the snow leopard sound effects. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Billingsley, he's not given a there's no. he's not given a lot to work with. No, no. But he worked on it for 365 days. Yeah, uh, that's the other thing. He seems kind of dumb for this. this plan. It just seems he kind just of seems kind of uninvolved to me. Like he's too. Yeah. Like the other guy is over. He's overdoing it in the other and Billingsley is just kind of underdoing it. Well, we're catching him at like his fifth, 16th wave of excitement over this plan because he's <laughs> had true. it like probably once a month. <laughs> he gets really pumped to do this plan. But this is like the 12th time that he's thought about, ooh, I can't wait to do the plan on Christmas. That's going right. to be really great. Be, right. It's gonna go off without a hitch. Yep. And then it, I, it wasn't even Christmas Day. Was it? Uh, we didn't even make it to Christmas in the episode, did we? I don't think so. So we didn't. I don't even think get so. Yeah. God, that's such a bummer <laughs> for but him. Are people really going to Jingle Gram parties on Christmas Day? I know. I guess in my mind, it's like, is that like an LA thing? I just wonder if it's like a rich people thing, like. Right. I mean, that maybe we've just answered our own question about why we don't but know. But it still yeah. wouldn't be on, yeah. <laughs> right? It still wouldn't be on Christmas Day. That's, well, but would it? I yeah, mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. He had a year to be like, 
Oh, I'm <laughs> yeah. crunching those numbers and I'm gathering data and it is Christmas Day, everybody. When these... It is Christmas Day for not one heist, not two heists, not three, not <laughs> even four. Five. 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 On Christmas of Day. The five. Which is just for some people that are really into the Christ part of Christmas, that is just beyond the pale. Yeah. That is heresy. You need to get the Messiah, a.k.a. Wayne. Yeah. Over yeah, there. The Messiah. <laughs> to sort that shit out. Wayne. To stop this madness, please. Maybe he Lazarus Wayne. Christmas party. <laughs> Billingsley, that's his name. Mm-hmm. He went to all of he went to five Christmas parties on Christmas Day the year before and totally. saw five of their precious gems. That's exactly like, what happened. Oh and he met he met God. his like his partner. And they all had jingle grams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like what? character is billingsley dressing up as if if you envision him doing a jingle gram he's not brian cranston he's he's dressing up as heisenberg from breaking, <laughs> breaking bad, bad. Yeah. yeah the breaking bad jingle gram oh spin the wheel oh god what would you guys choose if you had to do a jingle gram oh wow <laughs> i'd do ariel from the little mermaid obviously oh my god does it have? I it's. I don't think I know the parameters around yeah. my response. What I is the? Feel like a gorilla is a range. popular one. <laughs> I think. I mean, I am large, so maybe gorilla. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like like I can't do any sort of sporty things. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the. Can you even order this anymore? Does this even exist anymore? I don't think so. Should we get one for Ellen right now? Oh Jesus! <laughs> I, I'm just trying. I'm trying to think within like the context yeah. of what I know of Jingle Grams. That's what I'll go with. So there's like the King Kong and Fay Ray. There's Cupid. There's the kind of weird Casino Night one. That's what I think the Jingle Gram thing is like Casino Night, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a spectrum, like. Yeah. Uh, maybe that is not easier. I guess. I think I'd I, be like a magician's assistant. I the magician like and the assistant. I think I would be a Cupid mm-hmm. because it would be funny because I'm really big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> big name. Yeah. Baby. I feel like yeah. I'd just be standing there like smiling woodenly um, <laughs> while we like pull a bunch of bouquets of flowers out of the hat or something. I love that. I think the new and singing. I don't know what like abra, abra, cadabra. <laughs> I'm not allowed to grab you. <laughs> <laughs> this is really like. I think you should leave. This is all material. For I think you should leave. <laughs> the new thing, the new like jingle gram style thing I've seen that's modern is the like really realistic dinosaur costumes. Have you seen oh, those? Oh yes. Running through offices. Oh, yes, the T Rex. Yeah, I think that's like the new Jingle Grams, basically. It's like oh, my sister's no favorite way. thing. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, it's the T Rex. That's so weird. <laughs> I think, I think, um, I think an interesting movie would be actually Mr. Billingsley, who owns and runs a singing telegram business. That's who you is would go. spending an entire year 
being an aspirational criminal mastermind. <laughs> like that's a great movie, like to get yeah. really yes, engaged with that character. That. And quite honestly, if that was a film with Brian Cranston playing that character, yes. that would be amazing. That would just be a winner. If oh that God, if that, that was Sidney Lumet's last film. Absolutely. It and just be, picture like Mr. Billingsley amazing. life, right? You know, it's just very <laughs> is it Rupert Pupkin and um <laughs> And, you know, it's uh, that's intriguing to me. I'm just imagining like Serpico, it. but singing telegram. Like it's you're not an undercover cop. You're just <laughs> going out on different assignments as a singing telegram. <laughs> but like, think about it, like just the pathos of being like a small business owner is like difficult and challenging enough for. But to have like that much potential for the character is so good. Yes. No, right? Just... Like he's got a trunk full of his costumes. He has to fill I, in when yes. people drop out. It's yes. great. And he, the whole time he's just like thinking and obsessing about, you know, he's watching heist movies and he's trying to learn how to crack saves. Like he's just spending a year and then he, and he thinks he's got it. And then it just goes, it just goes exactly the way that we know it's going to go. But, yeah. You know, yeah. like he is like, putting on that suit, looking at himself every morning and being like, you know, I'm, gonna I'm go, the owner of Jingle Brands. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go one day further left. on that and say, like, I want I want the movie, I want the, the heist to be a MacGuffin and I want the movie to be about him being, oh. a, being accused of a murder that he did not commit and then <gasps> having to get himself out of that yes. in the midst of yes. this entire heist plan. Yeah, and it's not a rewrite. It's in a, it's additional. It's a new right. No, this is inspired not even. This is, yes, this was inspired. Yeah. By, inspired by a Christmas heart. Christmas heart. Yeah. The Academy Award winning <laughs> film. Inspired by Billingsley Billy. from a Christmas heart. <laughs> it, it does. It does cast <clears throat> a Christmas heart in a different light. Like, yeah. To consider the backstories of some of these villains is really intriguing and we have yeah. considered that for or expressed interest in in villain backstories in particular oh, yes. in the past mm -hmm. but this is like this one it just has a little more complexity a, di a different direction it's not the the creation of a super villain or the uh life of the sociopath or the psychopath yeah. this is something entirely different where it's like this this is about having a dream that you're absolutely incapable of living. Yeah. Yeah. I it's the that. opportunist. Like yeah. the working class opportunist. It's, so it's, yeah. it's who perfect. can't who can't see yes. <laughs> that that this is not for them. And I, I think it is entirely based upon how I keyed into like for me, how I keyed into like him saying like it was a year, it's three hundred sixty-five days of planning. Like it's just that just really struck me. Yeah, it's funny. Well, when you think about it, three hundred sixty-five days isn't actually that amount of time unless he already had a very successful singing telegram company, <laughs> because he had to create that whole company and make it reputable enough over the course of that year to get it into these five homes. That obviously like selling telegrams. This is true. So oh, see, I, but, I, as, but as Ellen mentioned I earlier, it pre-existed. It was uh, a, yeah, like it was a, uh, singing telegrams were a booming business at okay. this time, and he just so, realized. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's like I I assume that 
it's through his singing telegram business that he found out about all this plan okay so then a year does seem like a long time to (laughs) plan yeah maybe he started out like as someone who performs singing telegrams or and does or does it you know part-time whatever because it seems like an unusual business to get into without entering like having that entry point right yeah but maybe he just had the classic thing where it's like I'm tired of like seeing the way these people live and being treated just treated a certain way or whatever. Like mm-hmm. they all clap for like a minute and then I go back to my life and whatever. I don't know. Now I'm just going off the rails, but yeah. it is a, to me a delight, a delightful premise. Mr. Billingsley. Yeah. I love Billingsley. Mm-hmm. I love our idea for the Billingsley script. <laughs> There is, um, I was looking up. Get Don Roos on the phone. Singing telegrams, because I wanted to see what some of the characters were for actual singing telegrams. So I looked up a company in LA, and one of the characters is Santa's sexy helper, in parentheses, female. (laughs) Of course. There are no surprises. There's Harry Potter and Hermione Granger that you can get. Of course. Hanukkah Rabbi. I don't know how that's not offensive how they do that <laughs> how is it different from regular rabbi i don't because <laughs> it's hanukkah aren't, rabbi. aren't all rabbi, rabbis technically a hanukkah rabbi? <laughs> only on hanukkah no they're regular rabbis or during during hanukkah lucy and ricky this guy oh, just no, has ugly no. christmas sweater for lucy and ricky they just like come and fight in your house <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh and uh. George Santos. <laughs> and it's actually George Santos. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. That's not me. No, I'm not. I'm not, not me. No, Stop asking no. that. Oh, my <laughs> God. Political How figures. dare you? Uh, oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> the Obama You could get Obama not, or Trump. Not good. No. Nor is the Bernie Trump. Sanders. Oh, no. Just a guy in a wig. This is really bad. <laughs> this is like, this is making me, <laughs> this is giving me Billingsley thoughts. <laughs> oh my God. There's so many different characters you can get. And that's like $225 base is the price. So no, I'm willing to split affordable. that to get one for Ellen. For no, no, <laughs> thank you. Let but... me just, let me just let this be known to the, to the universe. Uh, the idea of hiring a stranger to come to a party for me or for any of my friends uh, is so absurd and gross. Like, yeah. I would never do that to you uh, if, <laughs> if I'm invited <laughs> to a party that is for you in your honor. I would make sure that no one is doing that to you. <laughs> um, yeah. We're all safe. We're, we're all not, safe. We're not that, the target that is, audience. is your crusade. I'm a fucking. I, I think, I'm a literal safe space, people. <laughs> I think I would. I'm just trying to picture someone ca- like that happening coming into the party, and then really, the possibility is that even just one person knows what's actually happening, mm-hmm. but that it's either the thing where people are just at the very convivial point of the evening, and they're like, "Yay, come on in," or whatever, right? And people are kind of cheery, mm-hmm. or opposite scenario seems Ooh. like maybe people panic a little bit because something weird is happening and then everyone's just thinking that it's somebody who is going to do some kind of harm and then that's when that's a movie where then they accidentally kill the singing telegram yes. yeah yes. i love that and that 
is where that's we a great. Go with that. And then we can we can either John sales it and make it like, well, we don't know if they <laughs> were gonna if that person was gonna kill you or not. <laughs> yeah, that's a great B plot yeah. for the movie. Um, yeah, I. I would never do that to any of you, and I hope that you would never do well, that to me. Well, this would be a singing telegram would be a funny thing to see at like an office party. There's I would always love, hope. but I would love to be at the point when that's done, and then you're just talking to them as a human, and then I would get like mm-hmm. wrapped up in their ballet company <laughs> fundraising or whatever they were doing. Like, I would really want to talk to a person who does singing telegrams professionally and just talk to them about their life and what it's like to live that life yeah that's so interesting and brave and all the things it is um you'd have to be such so thick-skinned and such a good sport and really enjoy it and focus on like the goal which is like you're bringing joy and entertainment and acknowledgement to a place a space that someone has determined really needs it which is lovely yeah can we talk about how stanley friesen was described as a person that tends to special projects for heart industries yes Mm. who does that remind you of you zero (laughs) that's right stanley is also Perhaps the original curator of special projects. <laughs> is it, is but I like rose? the way that Jonathan says it's special projects for, and then he pauses kind of weirdly and almost does air quotes. He does an audio version of air quotes when he says the arts. Yes. <laughs> right, it's like special projects for things like the arts. I don't remember any of this. This was in this episode. This was at the, when they mm-hmm. go to the ballet school. Oh. Okay. Uh, when, mm-hmm. before the explosion. Stanley takes care of mm-hmm. the H files, <laughs> the heart files. He's the art files. <laughs> the art files. Right? The logo, that logo makes itself. Mm-hmm. Um, the... I do love that they mention Stanley in a season that he does not appear in. Mm-hmm. I love that they do kind of a riff on the Jessica Fletcher, which is how everyone has to somehow be related to somebody else in the shows universe right so the kid it's the girl right it's maureen is ernie max's high school waka waka friend it's his niece oh that's right yeah because he's got a nice and that's niece. how they hire them so it's not oh. like the hearts were like hashtag trending with the rest of the country like getting down with singing telegrams all of a sudden it was mm. just more like and they got hired by the most yeah. delightful secretary who we haven't really talked about that much yet, where she's constantly oh, sneezing I love and she's a cold and she's just like taking I, her business. I love the Jinglegram offices. Yeah. I yeah. would love to work as either receptionist or security. <laughs> yeah. And just like watch the comings and goings they of people at the Jinglegram's office. Definitely <laughs> invest in some security with how easy it is to get in and out of the, that office. God, when around. Especially if you're going to write down <laughs> yeah, like specifics about plan. the things you're going to steal in your just general files. Yeah. But don't you kind of want to think about all of the Polaroids of the other Jinglegram? I love the Polaroid. I would of, love to see that. Yeah, the totally. Polaroid of Jonathan and Jennifer is so great. Yeah. Like so it's, great. It's like, I know. I, I want it. I like would, that's. I, I would think love that to have is that. the. That's the piece of prop. The artifact thing, that I would want most <laughs> from it's the entire terrific. series is that yeah. Polaroid. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's Such so good. Warhol vibes. Yes, because it's like kind of 
candid or fake candid, but like mm-hmm. it's perfectly like we caught you by surprise. <laughs> I would want what I would want it's is amazing. a big one of those like AMC glass cases of the rattlesnake ballerina outfit on mannequin <laughs> in our living room. <laughs> just like hysterically funny. The room. It's all dusty. I would totally do that too. I would yeah. be fine with that. That's what I would want from the hardware. <laughs> if you're listening, Don Ruse. <laughs> yeah. You obviously have everything. Yeah. What attic, <laughs> what cellar is all Don, this shit in? Don Ruse, the only thing I want more than that Polaroid is the gun that that woman put to her head in the oh, yeah. uh, Dixieland oh, Hearts or whatever yeah. that they in weren't allowed to show. Uh-huh. Don, come on the show. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about it so bad. Don. I would do an entire, I'd be down to do a Don Ruse capsule. Yeah. If you would come on the show. Totally. <laughs> How many episodes did he write for the show? Several. Margaret. I'm going to say eight. Margaret. Is a guess. Um, home office. Uh, home office. Lot. I remember saying Ellie Mobile. Ellie Mobile. Home yeah. office, please. Ellie Mobile. Ellie Mobile. I don't want to. Uh, need a jingle I don't gram immediately. The home office or something that I can just literally uh, look up right now. It's the first thing. It's his first credit. Oh. Um. Ten episodes. Wow. Wow. Ten of the best. I wonder what episodes. our average rating for Don Roos written episodes is. Oh yeah, good question. No, that's a home office. That is a question. home office question. Mm-hmm. Margaret, get the on medium. that and get back to us uh, <laughs> before the new year, if you can. Yeah. <laughs> we need the data. I'm kidding. And I'm away kidding. we go. <laughs> <laughs> send, send us the file. Excuse me. It is winter. Um, it's it holiday is. seasons and we are throwing a bit of a curveball. <laughs> oh yeah. Look out. <laughs> In our heart to heart capsule. Duck. In our heart to heart holiday capsule. I think this still qualifies. Yeah. As heart to heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are doing It's a Wonderful Job. The moonlighting episode from season three. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because it features Lionel Stander as Max. And I do believe Freeway. I don't know if Freeway's actually there. Uh, But but Max is is in this, and he is is Maddie's uh, guardian angel. Is it a holiday? It's a a Christmas episode. What a, a brilliant crossover. Yeah. And uh, just to let you know, Moonlighting is all streaming on Hulu. So if you don't have Hulu, you just have to Google It's a Wonderful Job Moonlighting. And uh, well, then you'll get a bunch of weird things. I click but all of somewhere them. there will be <laughs> an episode of television that we are going to discuss. See a young, very thin Bruce Willis. Very, yes. I've been watching, uh, <laughs> I've been watching Moonlighting because I'm trying to get into the rhythm of it. Uh, mm. just, I watched the pilot a while ago when this when it showed up on Hulu. I'll save most of this for the for next week. Um, but I I think me and Ellen both discovered like, oh, this show it's kind of bad, isn't it? It's not very good. Um, <laughs> but I will say, season two. Once season two starts, it's immediately just a level up. Um, ah. partially because of Tangerine Dream <laughs> and the OJ's, but also because it just it knows what it is in the second season in a way that it doesn't in the first season. 
And I know that that is something that goes wrong with the show at a certain point, but I also think it's part of what I liked about it as a child. So I'm excited to watch this. I'm excited to watch more moonlighting in general. Uh, But we have two more episodes of our holiday uh, holiday capsule, which will bring us all the way up to Christmas. Mm -hmm. And uh, then we're going to take New Year's off before we start our next venture, which we will tell you about. In two weeks. Yeah. In 365 days. (laughs) (laughs) Just look through our uh, files. Yeah, we can. And you can see everything. (laughs) We typed it all up. Which Merry Christmas, Joe. I got you the Beaumont Ruby. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's a hundreds-year-old Ruby. How did you get it? (laughs) (laughs) Joe, spin the wheel. (laughs) Nine, 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 nine. They did that so many times. I do spin you the do wheel. You do. Yeah. You're the now wheel we can spinner. Sing that. Oh, that could be our wow. Name. <laughs> but that was like, they did that like three times with Max. Like, oh, I want to get 36, 36, 18, 18, 9, 9, 9. And it was just like, what? How many times do you do this? Yeah. And this is, this is like the whole A gig. lot. Yeah, they did a lot. She had that button to press to stop it where he guessed. Oh, man. She right. also has to keep it's an like, eye that's on not, it from That's down. not a jingle. Yeah. That's a full set. Yeah, it's a <laughs> set. It's Wheel of Fortune. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that was too much. All right, listener. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. <laughs> yeah. And I hope you watch it, It's a Wonderful Job, season three, episode something of Moonlighting. It's send us on a Hulu. minute max. Uh, send us a minute max if you're into it. It's it's literally max in this episode, <laughs> which is why we're doing it. Uh, and then you know what we'll be doing the week after that. But uh, thank you for hanging out with us. You should write to us at itwasmurderpod at gmail.com. Tell us, mm-hmm. tell us what you're doing for your holiday season. Tell us, I want to know what your holiday beverages are. What your if you make a special holiday beverage because those are those are neat. Those are fun for me. Yeah. Um, you can tell us that at that email. You can tell us that on Instagram at it was murder pod or on Twitter at it was murder pod. Um, if someone sends a drink recipe, a million percent, I'm making it and drinking it. I will only make, I talk about moonlighting. I will only make and drink it if you write it in a review on Apple Podcasts with five stars. Yeah. <laughs> if you write our review on Apple Podcasts as five stars and then a drink recipe, I will make that recipe and I will drink it during the next episode. Whoa. That's, that's a standing that's a standing invite to No matter what's in it. So do a kitchen sink. No, please. Oh, way to go! I, I know how to not. I know how to how to read a uh, graveyard when I see one. Oh, graveyards! Oh, and with that, I hope you're staying warm wherever you are. It's really it, we're having an unseasonably warm week in Southern California, mm-hmm. um, but it has been cold at night, which is so nice, and I'm looking forward to it being colder. Yes, please. Yes, because Boba's cuddling. Yeah. Aww. And uh, when Boba cuddles, it makes me think, oh, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. I am your singing telegram.